0: What is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. (coughs) He is Kevin Reynolds, I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On today's show, we will talk about the week 16 that was and look into week 17 as our fantasy seasons are winding down. This is championship week for most of us out there, Kevin.
1: Uh, that is correct. Almost, almost all leagues would be now. Whether you started your playoffs two weeks ago or last week, most of them all end now. Do the shenanigans
0: of week eighteen. Yeah, and if uh, they don't end in week eighteen, get out of league or change the rules. Well, or it whatever.
1: depends on the format. Because say our once and done league week eighteen is a very vital part of the strategy of the league. But yes, and your standard head to head leagues. If you, if you're if you're in a league that has playoffs in week eighteen, then you should get lost. Get it. R- run
0: for the hills. What a, what a tough week for some fantasy owners. Like if you rode Jalen hurts all year long and all of a sudden he's out for the playoffs, the fantasy playoffs, or if you rode Derek Henry and all of a sudden now nah, he's not going to play last night. Yeah. Gosh, what a heartbreaking way to lose your season. I mean, I know I'm terribly
1: upset about the hurt situation. I cry myself to sleep every night. It's just so awful the Derrick Henry thing I love because uh well actually I didn't even affect me because I, I and like say once it's done I'm the only person that has him left. So there was nobody left to even play but you're right. If you're in a standard league and you had him geared up for week 17 and then it turns out Tennessee's game meant nothing and, for their playoff hopes. Man cause you you could almost guarantee he would have played if it mattered.
0: Yeah, and he would have scored. Uh, he, you can't keep him out of the end zone.
1: No, oh, no, no. He's that's a beast. Tough. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's tough, man. You, you make it all this way, and you just get the screws put to you. That's why fantasy football is 80% luck. Yeah, we say it almost every week. In, in my league of record, the final is, because uh, you have 16 teams, we have six teams make the playoff, three-week playoff. It's the four versus the six. Yep.
0: And, and now. We, uh, <laughs> A uh, friend of the show, Albert Leach, the commissioner of my league of record, him and I, in the offseason, we went back and looked at <laughs> – maybe in the end of last season um, – just the records, the playoff records of the seeds, one, two, three, and four. And I think we found out that the, the three-seed wins the most – has won the most championships. Four-seed was next. Then the one-seed – I think the two-seed has won the least amount of championships in our league. It's yeah, it's wild. it's
1: it's almost – I find sometimes the one and two usually have enough stud players that even by week 16, occasionally, like in my league record, they get a bye in the first week, week 15. But even by week 16, some of their studs are just sort of being backed off a little bit, like victims of their own success in the actual NFL. And they end up basically shitting the bed in week 16, and they end up losing by 20 points. There it was. once. Just just care once. We took care of it like early. You this
0: to week, get through a, a show without a single curse word. Just it's more of a us. phrase, isn't it? No, no. Right now, if my son were not napping, he would be yelling at you. Mister Kevin said a bad word. Mister Kevin said a bad word. Fair enough. Kind of like he did on our phone conversation we had on the in the car yesterday. Well, did I say a bad word though, or he just yes. thought I did? You did. I don't even remember what it was. Love they just boy. flow. They just flow off your tongue, Kevin. Well, I'll be honest. This is pretty tame. So, uh... Uh, speaking of my son, real quick before we get started, last night we—he's we, a, a Marvel fiend. He loves all the superheroes. He's got head-to-toe costumes and masks and everything. And um, but we hadn't watched one in a while, so I uh, I requested him pick one, and he chose Thor: The Dark World. I think it was the second one, right? With the ether, That's correct? And I know you're a big Marvel nut, so it got me thinking: Who is your favorite of the Marvel superheroes? I know you love uh, Thanos because there's some deep seated there's some deep seated issues he's that amazing, probably amazing. only the finest psychologist could could unearth. Yeah, he's dreaming uh, with you. But <laughs> um, besides Thanos, who's your favorite superhero of the bunch?
1: Well, I think we discussed on this on your former show a few years ago. My favorite besides him is still Captain America.
0: It's so interesting that you love Thanos, but also love Captain America. they they could not be more opposite.
1: They both want the same thing. They just have different means of getting there.
0: I I guess. I don't think Captain America wants to wipe out entire, half of, 50% of civilization. Again,
1: that's not the ends. That's the means. That's what I'm saying. The means are differently for the same end. A world, a universe of happiness for everybody that is alive is happy, well-fed, taken care of, not scrounging for scraps and ruining planets. He just wants to rebalance nature. His only real issue is only going snapping half of the universal existence. He should have snapped like 99% of it out. For example, the Earth's population in the last 40 years has doubled. So killing half the living things on Earth, what's the point of that? 40 years from now, it's going to be right, right back where we were. So his only true mistake was not snapping out much more of existence.
0: And there's a look behind the curtains to Kevin Reynolds.
1: I do, you know, have a shirt that says Thanos did nothing wrong.
0: Uh, But that's incorrect. He should have killed more people. Okay, great. You know what? I blame myself. It's my fault. It's my fault. (laughs) uh, I I can, I am the one to blame. Yep. (laughs) All right. So anyway, our first matchup. (laughs) Of the week, the Jets, <laughs> who, good grief. I don't know what they're going to do with Zach Wilson, but they, but what if, I don't know what this, this trade value would even be. What team would want to Maybe they could get lucky and do a, a Sam Darnold thing where they find some random team that's like, oh, yeah, I can fix this guy and get something for him. But I don't know. They're
1: going to have to pay. That's the only way they're getting rid of him like that. Otherwise, we're uh, just going to have to cut him and pay anyway. Um, and worth it. Because, because what, first rounders, first four years, I think their contracts are guaranteed, correct? Yeah. So, right. uh, yeah, the only way he's going is if they cut him or find a team that will take him, but they pay most of the salary.
0: He's uh, awful. Oh, you can't have him on your team. No. Um, Chris Streveler came in and was just as effective, if not more effective than Zach Wilson. More and effective. if you don't know definitely. who Chris Streveler is, that's fine. Um, He was also the leading rusher for the Jets. Yes, he was, uh, by far. I know. Six, seven, negative two, 54, and one. I just, wild. Absolutely wild. Uh, and then receiving, your top receiver was a running back, Michael Carter. And then your second top receiver was Tyler Conklin, uh, one of your tight ends. So that was – it was just a horrific game for the Jets. And honestly, the, the Jaguars weren't that much better. Trevor Lawrence, no touchdowns, no picks, only 229 yards passing. But – He had 51 yards on the ground and a running touchdown, which catapults him into having like 18 fantasy points, which is insane when, you know, you look at the passing numbers, you're like, oh, man, what a down game. But he's fine. ETN, 83 yards on the ground. He who shall not be named. What is this? Two, three games in a row? Seven for 113? He's going to end up as a top five tight end on the year and get way overdrafted next year.
1: Yeah, he loves him. Unfortunately, our friend Strebler is probably not playing this week. It's looking more and more like White will start. Stravel will be out. Actually, it's looking more and more like Stravler might not even dress. He somehow got tweaked and might not dress. Who who do the Jets have this week? I forget. Um,
0: you keep talking. I will look it
1: up. Okay. Um, but man, the thing I really don't get with them is they had a team that could really have made the playoffs. What on earth was Salah thinking? pushing the, the envelope with this dude i could see if they were you know four and eleven yeah let's give this guy a few starts what do we have to lose but what, what was he thinking you could have thrown flacco out there and he could at least given you a, a better chance to win. i'm not saying you would have won but this is atrocious this guy just doesn't belong in the league
0: i mean flacco with garrett wilson where he's at um elijah moore because i think he if i remember correctly he liked targeting elijah moore last year um What's his name? Michael Carter, running back, because you know Flacco loves to check down to the running backs as well. He could get you twenty points, and that's all you need against the Jaguars. He can because yeah. he's going to throw the ball fifty to sixty times. He can get you twenty points. I I I don't know the answer to your question. It's, I mean, are we fighting for draft picks already? Because in real world, you would much rather be in the playoffs.
1: Well, yeah, they're not going to have a high draft pick, regardless. They're saying they still could make the playoffs. They're not out of it. Very very bizarre. There, uh, well, so they, well, they did the same thing last year, that. or
0: was it two? It was two years ago. They did the same thing where all they had to do was lose and they get Trevor Lawrence instead, they win. And the oh man, who's their D coordinator? Greg Williams, right? Oh, yeah, he called the worst defense like three times in a row. And Derek Carr throws a bomb in to that to, murderer to dude, um, Henry Ruggs, yes, to, to beat the Jets, and everyone is like. How smart was that? Way to go, Greg Williams. He got you fired that night, didn't he? Did no. he fire him right after the game? It was the best thing for the Jets for them to lose that game. Greg Williams should have been carried off the field on yeah. shoulders. But instead he gets fired, then they end up winning, I think, the next week. And they lose it, and they, you got Zach Wilson. You're, good. That's what you, yeah. do, you That's what you get.
1: They lose for years. As far as the Jags, they didn't play a pretty game, but they've won 6 of 7. Uh, what can you say, dude? They're actually right now in first in their division. Yeah. And it all comes down next week. Doesn't matter what they do this week. Whoever wins the Jags Titans game is going to win. That's there's even talk now today that Lawrence might not play this week. They might, they're thinking about maybe sitting him because he's tweaked a little. And since the game means nothing, he might not play.
0: Just play Seattle, by the way. Okay. Which two is teams why still, I'm at, benching, still two teams. Have still Gino a chance. Smith. Yeah. And I'm benching Geno Smith championship week because that Jets defense is pretty good. And Geno. Said, dude,
1: they're one quarterback away from being a legit contender next year.
0: Yeah. And if they put Sauce, if they, if Sauce shadows DK, Geno's got no one to throw to. So, yeah. luckily, um, I was able to scoop up Jared Goff. So, I got him going. He's got a home game this week. So, I'll roll with that. Very good. All right. Uh, your Ravens took down the Falcons 17-9. to Desmond Ritter, over 200 yards passing. He, he, I believe he more than doubled his career passing yards from the previous two weeks combined Um, in this one. Tyler Ryer's year, another 74 yards on the ground. He's looking better and better. I'm very interested to see what they do with him next year, if he's going to be the guy, because Cordero Patterson is not the guy. He has his breakout games, but he is not the guy. So I'm interested to see there. And then Ritter, again, Drake London with seven catches for 96. He's – at least Ritter's going to his guy and peppering him with targets. That's, I mean – Makes sense. That's the most you can ask for if you're throwing out Desmond Ritter.
1: Well, yeah, uh, these guys then, will be playing together for at least five years. So,
0: yeah. I, get don't know that the, now. I don't know what the Ravens are doing in their backfield because J.K. Dobbins, who had two nice games back-to-back, all of a sudden goes 12 for 59, while Gus Edwards gets 11 carries for 99. And Tyler Huntley also had 11 carries. We got three dudes with 34 carries total. Um, and then Mark Andrews led the way three catches for 45 yards what and no one, one else had more than one grab.
1: I've got him left in the once and done. I say, no, all I don't, I can't play him.
0: How can no, you play
1: it's... a guy? This is every week now. And it's not his fault. It's not like he's got the dropsies. They had nine completions the entire game. As far as that backfield goes, you've got one, a one B they flip flop every other week. Uh, they win ugly football, but they win.
0: I don't I'm understand too. the Ravens. Like it just in general. They they don't they do not look good. No.
1: But they're still winning. So I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I don't think
0: involved. the again their issue is
1: in the playoffs, if they get behind by two touchdowns, they're just done. They had if they can stay in the league, keep a game close, they have a, a chance any game. But if they're down by two touchdowns, it's over. They do not have the horses player. to pull the wagon to make
0: up points in a bunch. They just they and, just don't have it. In the first round of the playoffs, they're going to either get Buffalo, Kansas City, or Cincinnati, most likely.
1: Good luck. Um. Yeah. Well, I. Was, yeah, because I guess the Ravens will most likely be the five seed. No. So they they'll end up they'll they'll end up getting um whoever wins that the AFC South most likely either so. either the Jag Jags or Titans most likely unless things really get crazy. The Jags or Trent Titans Lawrence? are going to be the four seed. That's already
0: set in stone.
1: There's no way Trevor around Lawrence.
0: that. Um, Trevor Lawrence is going to get um well if it's if it's Lawrence, he can put two touchdowns on you quick for sure. Well, that, that, you're absolutely right.
1: Uh so yeah, I, I I had no delusions here that they are a championship caliber
0: team. They are not. Uh right, right. Uh and what it do you remember two weeks ago I said, I don't understand the Panthers how they can fly out to Seattle and put up 30-some points and win. And then last week I said, I don't understand the Panthers because they only – what, they scored 16 last week and lost? Well, I'm going to say it again because 37 points taking down the Detroit Lions, the surging Detroit Lions. If I told you Jared Jared Goff on the road had 355 yards passing and three touchdowns, DJ Chark over 100, Amon Ross St. Brown 7 for 76, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a nice Lions win. They got smashed. Yeah, because the
1: Panthers had over 300 yards rushing,
0: and almost 600 yards total. That's the worst part of the whole thing for me because in fantasy land, I benched Deonta Foreman because who? No one rushes against the Lions. They shut down Dalvin Cook. They shut down just about every running back that that they play with that run defense. They had two guys go for over 120 yards each, Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. So this is one of those things where there's the – pro, like you have to trust the process because the process was right. The Lions have a great run defense. They've been shutting down everybody, so you don't play running backs against them. process was right, but the outcome was so, so wrong.
1: Once again, it's the luck of the whole thing. The luck of the whole thing. Quality. You you play the percentages, you look at all these stats, you do this, you do that, and then it just doesn't always work out that way. And next thing you know, the Panthers somehow scored thirty seven.
0: But DJ Moore had another nice game.
1: Oh yeah, he did. Five for eighty three, touchdown.
0: Two or two or three in a row for him, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's uh strange. And but I think I think the Panthers, the only way they can make it, they have to win out. And Tampa, and New Orleans both have to lose out. I think that's the only way they can make the playoffs at this point.
0: Um, as a side note, um, my you, your friend Whitey and I have two bets on the season. One of them being that uh Christian Kirk would be the leading guy for the Jaguars as far as receiving goes. That's that's locked up. I won that one. The other one, he said Gabe Davis would have a better season than DJ Moore. And right now, DJ Moore is one full point ahead of Gabe Davis for the year. Wow. So it's gonna it's gonna come down all the way to the end to find out who wins that. Now are
1: we I would imagine that's gonna end in our fantasy season, right? So after this week, done.
0: Oh, oh not I not gonna know. run we'll that just...
1: into eighteen, are you? Uh I don't think so. Okay, I think it should end in seventeen because the week eighteen doesn't even matter. It doesn't count. Shouldn't count, at least. True. I agree. I, I like agree. you beating Whitey. I always like to see Whitey lose bets because uh, they're yeah, usually just so bad.
0: ridiculous. Um, uh, all right, moving on. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, beat the Seattle Seahawks by two scores. Makes sense there. Kenneth Walker, he's looking good. Man. He doesn't seem to have too many ill effects from that ankle injury he, Um, as he went over 100 yards on the ground. And then DK Metcalf, only guy to really worry about through the air, seven for 81. They are really struggling without Tyler Lockett. Uh, Patty Mahomes, 224 and 2, not a great game. Isaiah Pacheco again averaging over four yards a rush for him. He's I'm interested to see where he goes in fantasy drafts for next year because it, it could be interesting. Ma- McKinnon, big drop off uh from what he had been doing recently. Only seven yards rushing and only three for 31 through the air, but he did score, so that saved the day. Uh Kelsey, seven for or six for one thirteen. He's the man. But Kader's Tony, you see his only catch of the day, that touchdown catch? Yeah. He is so smooth. Well, I mean, got to running the field, with though. the football in his hands, he might might be one of the smoothest runners in all of football. He just can't be on the field.
1: He was really, really smooth that week. He got me zero points. Seriously, but though, you said Pat smooth. Rose didn't have a good game. I uh, beg to differ. Granted, it wasn't one of his year, best of year, too. but he also had a rushing touchdown. So he ended up yeah. like the second or third highest quarterback of the week. So yeah, might not have been one of his 35-point anyway. weeks, but still pretty yeah. good. Uh McKinnon finally uh, slowed down a little bit, still scored a touchdown. That's just getting crazy. Yeah, Kelsey blew up. The Seahawks, talk about pretenders, dude. It looked – Everything looked so nice first half of the season. Now they're most likely going to miss the playoffs. And now they're going to have a real decision to make about Geno Smith.
0: I know. But he's an all or a Pro Bowl player, man. He is. But yeah, you know, I don't, it's hard to put a whole lot of stock in all that. I put almost none into it. But, yeah. but his agent is certainly going to ride that train. Oh,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there might be another team that's willing to pay him more than maybe the Seahawks will now. I don't know. It's, it's a strange situation because nobody expected this to happen at all, and now it, then it, it looks so nice. And now he's really tailed off. Still doesn't look bad, but it's not like it was early season where they were throwing up forty a game. So that's right. going to be an interesting offseason
0: uh, uh off issue to watch. So is the Saints' quarterback situation. I think you may have mentioned something uh, earlier in the year about Jameis Winston once had done something to someone. Because when your starting quarterback goes out there and has 92 yards passing and, and an interception, but he doesn't get benched and Jameis doesn't come in, maybe the injury is worse than we think. I don't know. But Andy Dalton is horrific. Taysom Hill, if you if you slid him in there sneakily, he was okay for you. Uh, for rushing, he scored on the ground. And Kamara had a nice game, 76 yards. Well, actually, uh, over 100 total yards yeah, and a touchdown for him. Yeah, but even with that horrible stat line for the Saints and Andy Dalton, it, they still couldn't beat – or I'm sorry, the Browns still couldn't beat them because Deshaun Watson was equally as bad. Uh, Nick Chubb, 92 yards, so you love that. Uh, and Amari Cooper, 6 for 72, but that's it, man. Yeah, they did do
1: much. It was that like negative negative 23-degree wind yeah. chill, 35-mile-an-hour winds. The first half, it was like 3-3, three to three. but for some reason, the Saints really put it together in the second half and uh, end up winning a game that at least keeps them in it. Man, if Tampa could have lost this last week, boy, that would have made an interesting two weeks here, but I think they're winning in now, I'm pretty sure.
0: Who, the Saints? No, Tampa. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think the Saints are. Yeah, I need I need Tampa to do that. I've mentioned many, many times, I need the Saints to lose. But I wonder lose-
1: if Watson's going to improve next year, if this is where he is now in his career. Could he get worse? I guess he could get he could throw three interceptions. He hasn't exactly played well, so, man, if he gets worse, then we're talking Zach Wilson.
0: And we're talking Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah. think about their contracts. Him and Russ, buddy. What it's a like, mess. Good grief! What is that? Five hundred million dollars down the it's bank. It's horrible the for drain? all the
1: other quarterbacks in the league because these GMs and owners are going to be scared to death to do any of that foolishness again.
0: They should be. They sh- you can't pay a quarterback one player that much.
1: You and I have said it for a decade. I agree. But the second one of those contracts come, if they if they stop doing it, then the NFLPA starts whining collusion and wanting to sue everybody and blah blah blah. And then all it takes is one owner to give in and give yeah. another
0: quarterback four hundred million. The owner should come out and say, "Oh, collusion! You think so? Look what happened in Denver. Look what happened in Cleveland. It's not collusion. It's smart. It's yeah, smart. It's, it makes it's no intelligent." Sense. Gosh, um, Bengals barely eked out a win against the Patriots, twenty-two to eighteen. Joe Burrow throwing the ball fifty-two times for uh, almost four hundred yards and three touchdowns. He did throw two picks though. Uh, Mixon was okay on the ground, uh, but he helped you out through the air. Seven for forty-three. T. Higgins had a wonderful game. Eight for one twenty-eight and one. And Jamar Chase also eight catches, but only seventy-nine yards for him. I know you're a little upset about T. Higgins, but let me talk about Mac Jones. Is two forty and two. Nice game for him. Big letdown game for Ramondre Stevenson. He was the guy. Um, Damien Harris was out. You thought he was going to have another big game. He did not. Only thirty yards rushing. And uh, unless you started Jacoby Myers, six for 83 and one, um, that was it because nobody started Kendrick Bourne who had a nice game. Uh, um, And again, Ramondre Stevenson, only two catches for three yards, but go ahead and cry a little bit about T Higgins. Well, first I'll talk about the Patriots
1: and their up and down season and these up and down players and this up and down game. Well, I think since he was up 22 zip, weren't they? I'm pretty sure it's 22, nothing. And then, and then the Patriots scored 18 straight. Yeah, the close. Bales
0: did not score in the second
1: half. Right, so Patriots scored 18 straight. If it wasn't for that Ramondre Stevenson fumble, they could have ended up winning that game. As far as T Higgins, I got nothing against T Higgins. I got something against my own stupidity. I, in once and done, removed. Trying to help you. Removed. Wait, no, no, wait, but no, you screwed me on one of them. So I removed T T Higgins because it was going to be horrible and cold. And I also removed CeeDee Lamb because you were convinced that he w- would struggle against the Eagles, and he'd be playing what you call the Roto-World Pass Funnel Titans last night, which they didn't end up being. He actually had a decent game, I think 15.5 points. But a far cry from the 29 last week and the twenty two point nine or 22.8, my apologies, that Higgins put up. So I cost myself 35 points. But that's my own stupidity because I overthink, I listen to too many people who aren't very intelligent, and it just creates problem. I'm not talking about you necessarily. I listen to all kinds of junk. You're an intelligent fellow. I wouldn't ask you your opinion on these things. But I read too much stuff, read too much into it. Next thing you know, I cost myself a lot of
0: points instead of going with my gut. So, you made fun of me a few weeks ago in the one and done because I played someone against the Falcons, and the Falcons weren't giving up yards to receivers, uh, and it didn't work out because I went against my – my stats, right? Okay. Well, the Eagles, you you even told me on the phone, you're like, well, you know, the Eagles are giving up the fourth least amount of points to wideouts. Right, right. Well, so then you don't play C.D. Lamb. That's the, you know, that's the system. Uh, and, But then at 1234, I sent you a text and I said, Hayden Hurst is out for the Bengals. This might be a T. Higgins game. I tried it.
1: Yeah, I was but I wasn't even I didn't even get that until the games had long since started. Not uh my fault. Not much I could do with that. My point is I gotta quit listening to you people and just go with my gut so I can get my points. Cause in that um, case, T. Higgins would have never even come out of my lineup in the first place for you to then text me later, he might have a good game.
0: Well, we also talked about Danny Dimes, and that one paid off pretty well, right? three hundred and thirty yards score and a touchdown. He
1: actually got less than Josh Allen, who I was gonna play. Well, but it didn't I mean, turn out terrible. No, Danny Dimes had a good game.
0: Right. So he was fine. Um Saquon Barkley, 84 yards and a score. And then he also had eight for 49 through the air, but the reason I paused there is the, the receivers, they had nice games, but it was Richie James and it was Isaiah Hodgins. The Darius Slate went four for 79, which is I guess is okay, but uh you didn't expect those those names to be leading but the way with eight catches each. That's all they
1: have anymore. They got true. a third of somebody.
0: It's true. Uh, then our boy Kirk Cousins, all just shy of 300 yards passing and three through the air. Uh, Dalvin Cook, a letdown game. Only, what, 77 total yards. Not much going on the ground for them. Uh, Justin Jefferson, good grief. 12 for 133, a touchdown. It's like a normal game for him. Yeah, uh, yeah. But then TJ Hawkinson leading the way Woo! with 13 labs, 109, and not one, but two trips to pay dirt.
1: Mm. Had JJ and TJ in my lineup and once and done, that worked out right. Nice. And don't look now, Kirk Cousins, I believe numbers number either seven or eight, depending on your format, at fantasy quarterbacks, out of nowhere.
0: It, it was not looking good for him for a while. No, it
1: was not. But now out of nowhere, he's magically jumped up into the top ten, and he's looking good right now dude i still i they i know they're my preseason super bowl pick for the nfc i'm not saying they're they're the front runner they're not but you never know with these fellas dude they they they, what they barely lost to the eagles they beat buffalo you know close games yeah but wins a win and then a close loss so uh aside from that game who'd they lose to like Forty to three was that the Cowboys?
0: Yes, I think it was. Yeah.
1: Aside from that game, you know they they played strong. I mean, you never know, man. They got a lot of skilled players. Couple couple fumbles here, here. Couple interceptions there. They could beat anybody.
0: Boy, when you have the best receiver in all of football on your team, you got a shot. Yeah, and, it doesn't hurt. Oh, yeah. It plus Dalvin Cook. I mean, what was it? Two weeks ago, he won a game for him with a. Like a 65-yard yeah, yep. screen pass, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. so, man, they're, they're tough. Nobody's going to really want to have to face them in the playoffs because they can put up – they're one of those teams you talked about earlier. You said Jacksonville. This is one of those teams that can put up 21 points in seven minutes.
0: Oh, yeah, easy. Well, they did. Yeah, they did. Against, um, yeah. Against the Colts, they
1: did. Yes, they certainly did. So, yeah, and, and the Giants, I think they are winning in
0: scenario this week. I Yes, I believe you're right. Yeah. Um, in what was a horrible weather game, the Buffalo Bills still scored 35 points, uh, compared to the Chicago Bears 13. You did not play Josh Allen due to the weather, but we still knew his legs were going to give him a decent floor, which they did yeah. 41 yards and a rushing score. But he only had 172 yards through the air and two touchdowns, though. Um, and If I'm not mistaken, I know one went to Dawson Knox, yep, and the other one to Gabe Davis, but no one had more than three catches. So um, it was definitely a run game for them as James Cook just missed 100 yards on the ground. He did score, though, and Devin Singletary did 12 for 106 in a touchdown. Listen to these average yards per carry between Singletary, James Cook, and Josh Allen. 8.8, 9.0, 6.8. Man, you talk about efficiency. Yeah. A lot of uh, rushing Justin, yards,
1: a lot of freezing cold, a lot of Bears players yeah. who don't want to tackle.
0: And we talked about, um, you know, Derrick Henry letting you down and, uh, you know, fancy playoffs and Jalen Hurts. At least they were hurt and injured and didn't play because I know a lot of folks were riding Justin Fields as well, and he just flat out lost it for you. 11 yards rushing from Justin Fields. That's probably one of his lowest marks, if not the lowest on the season. He only had 119 yards through the air, one score, uh, David Montgomery, 62 yards on the ground. And that's it, man. Nobody did anything. Two catches, two catches. Cole Komet, five catches, but only 27 yards. So this was uh, not a good fantasy day for the Chicago Bears. Not a good real football day as well. No, it wasn't. Tunut and I were
1: talking about this the other day, because he has Justin Fields. And very happy I am that he's going to be a holdout for him, which is amusing. But nonetheless, so much of those huge weeks were weeks where he had one or two huge plays that got him like 20 points all at once, you know, like a 68-yard rush for 6.8 points plus another six or nine, depending formats, you know, for the touchdown. And he was saying how the thing he's afraid about about paying him the holdout money next year is he's going to have games like this again where it's just his normal ho-hum self. You don't throw in the fifty-yard touchdown and then another thirty-five-yard rushing touchdown. He doesn't have a lot to offer, so he's he's considering because he's going to have Trev also as a holdout. He's considering paying Trevor Lawrence the holdout money.
0: Yeah. So in your first round of the playoffs, Justin Fields was QB twenty-five. Davis Mills and Tyler Taylor Taylor Heineke and Malik Willis all scored more points than Justin Fields. Uh, so say
1: it's a tough sell to to pay him that kind of money when he had so many points he did boy was he a monster there for a while uh, but yeah but when he's not getting those long touchdowns it's just which we know are not going to happen every week what is he the number 16 ranked quarterback probably but he you know he's going to go in the first or second round well no not first round but he's going to go in probably the top three or four quarterbacks next hey, do you year. think so I do think so I mean, it's going to be... Not by people like us. I don't know, man.
0: Because you still got Hurts, Allen, and Mahomes. He's not going to go above those guys.
1: Okay, then. So, top five.
0: I think a lot of people
1: take him over Burrow. Or they're going to take him over Herbert. Hell, Herbert's not even in the top ten.
0: Listen to this stretch. From week seven on. 23, 26, 42, 39, 22. Zero because he didn't play. Nineteen by week twenty-three, and then he drops nine.
1: Yeah, man,
0: that's tough.
1: Those big weeks—if yeah. you look, you'll see he had those really long rushing touchdowns.
0: That is says they, they just
1: aren't going to come every week, so I don't—I don't know where to put him. Somebody I'd love to have on my team, but I'm not way overspending spending on him, and I have to accept that there's going to be roller coaster games. He's QB six, oh, right we behind Every Nineteen out of them, he's going to get nine. A week where I only need seven albums,
0: he's going to get thirty-eight, and and he's right behind everyone's QB five, Trevor Lawrence. I love it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it. so nuts considering
1: paying Trev the holdout money. He could pay them both, but that'd be a lot of money to waste on two quarterbacks.
0: Doesn't make a lot of sense. You can't, you can't do that in one quarterback league. No. <clears throat> um, how about those Houston Texans? Those now two win Houston Texans taking down the layoff hopeful Tennessee Titans 19 to 14 uh they they did it on the backs of no one (laughs) no one had a good game Royce Freeman leading the way with 16 carries for 32 yards Brandon Cooks found the end zone but that was you know four for 34 that's that's gonna do nothing for you but uh good for them man I, I like it Malik Willis still not 100 yards passing um very close 99 Derek Henry, 126 and a touchdown. You know he was going to do that, and the the Titans did nothing. So ugly game, but the uh, the Texans they should. I don't want to say they should. They could be on a three game winning streak because they could have beaten. It took the Cowboys the full four quarters. It took the the Chiefs overtime last week, right? And they then they beat the Titans. Can you imagine what would we be saying about the Texans if they beat three? possible playoff teams in a row well we'd say
1: nothing about the cowboys because the cowboys are awful so that isn't even an accomplishment to beat them being the chiefs would have been huge beating the titans that actually truly isn't much of an accomplishment anymore but we'd be saying what are you thinking you should be losing games on purpose yes. so you can get a quarterback yes. with the first pick that's right um but they've got a decent all-around squad it's mostly no names but they're playing hard and uh it's the nfl brother as far as Malik Willis, yes. I don't think he's going to be playing uh, this coming week. Say that again? Malik Willis will most likely. We Anybody with a football brain pretty much believes Josh Jaws has won that starting job for week 18 in that pivotal uh win in your end game against the Jags. So Malik Willis is most likely going to be carrying the clipboard again.
0: Well, as he should. He's shown nothing to make you think he's – Should be the guy. Agreed. Uh, The San Francisco 49ers obviously took down the Washington Commanders 37-20. to Taylor Heineke gets benched only five incompletions, two passing touchdowns, yet he still gets benched for old Carson Wentz. And Wentz was named the starter for this coming week. So we see how that goes. Uh, Nothing on the ground for anybody, but that's what the Niners do. Terry, scary Terry McLaurin, seventy-seven yards through the uh, through the air and a touchdown. Jahan Dotson, is this two or three weeks in a row with the score? He's turning it on um, here as of late. Have have and Curtis Samuel decided he was going to find the end zone as well. Brock Purdy, two thirty-four and two. I feel like he that's that's kind of what he does, right? Two hundred thirty to two hundred sixty yards passing and two touchdowns every week. Uh, Christian McCaffrey got a rushing score, only 46 yards on the ground. But that commander's defense, uh, I think we talked about this pregame um, privately. But that that commander's defense, they can show up every now and then. Now, obviously, they they, the Niners scored 37 points. But uh, George Kittle, a monster game, six for 120 and two scores. And Ayuk had a nice one, five for 81. Um, Debo might be back this week. I haven't seen anything saying that he definitely won't be. So that'll be interesting to see how Brock correct, Purdy correct. Um, meshes with Debo now that Debo will hopefully be fully healthy.
1: It should be interesting. Of course, Kittle was the big star again. He's really boy. I bet, I bet yes. he's hoping Lance and Garoppolo both leave town, <laughs> and to keep him. As far as CMC, I think Shanahan's been pretty clear that in games now that they're crushing people, they're really trying to manage his reps so they have him a full full health for the playoffs, and that makes perfect that makes sense. sense. Yeah. Sucks for us as fantasy owners, but it's right. brilliant for, for the Niners. Uh yeah. Devo coming back could be huge. How much would they even play him if he does come back this week? And right. and, and how much are they really playing for? They already have the division. It's highly unlikely they're going to end up um getting that that one seed, but it could matter the two and three seed because they're only a game behind Minnesota and they have the tiebreaker. So they end up tied, they could be the two seed. And the uh, Phillies
0: got a backup quarterback possibly for the rest of the season. So the yeah. Phillies um, – all, all Eagles have to do is win one, and they got the one seed. But that's right. not going
1: to come easy. Right. No, no, it's not. Uh, as far as commanders, Heineke, yeah, that was uh, – man, he had a nice little run there. But great week for Wentz. He played really well. 12 for 16, 123, and a touchdown. He's got the number two rated show on Netflix. I mean, what what else can you ask out of a guy, right? I mean, his brother hates his guts now and probably being disowned from the family. But other than that, this guy has hit the jackpot.
0: Let's say, hypothetically, you were riding um, Tua as your QB all year. He's not going to play this week. It's your fantasy championship. And your waiver wire looks like this. Carson Wentz, Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, Teddy Bridgewater, Baker Mayfield. I have to start Carson Wentz. I'd go I'd no, no I'd choice. go with Teddy B. Uh,
1: I don't know. Because they man. don't really change their offense for him. Man, they're they're just at New England. I don't know. I'm just I, I think he'll still have a decent week.
0: I don't think I can pull the trigger on Teddy B at New England. If it wasn't New I mean, England. I don't know. Maybe.
1: I I I don't know. I just don't trust Wentz. Well, he just he has a game like this, and he'll have one of those mm, games where he's like nine for 27 for 95 yards and three picks. May I mean, there are none of those are great choices. Thanks, Tua. You now he's got a lot going on in his life, you know. Okay. Before you go but, down
0: this rabbit hole again,
1: quickly, <laughs> quickly, uh, Gibson was officially ruled out today.
0: Yes, I saw that. So uh,
1: does that – I don't know if that really helps Brian Robinson anymore because they seem that they do not absolutely under any circumstances want to throw him a pass.
0: <laughs> no. So okay.
1: what, what that's worth, I don't know, but Gibson
0: is uh, definitely not playing. Uh, in a game that did not have to be as close as it was, the Cowboys uh, in the final minutes beat the Philadelphia Eagles 40-34. to 34. The stash, Gardner Minshew had a real nice game coming in. 355 yards to the air, two touchdowns. Unfortunately, he also had two interceptions. Uh, Miles Sanders let down game for you, only 65 yards on the ground. Devonta Smith, eight for 113 and two. A.J. Brown also went over the century mark, six for 103. And Dallas Goddard, his first game back with a backup QB, still went three for 67. So you'll take that. Uh, he is the mentioned... backup
1: QB, but we can't sit here and pretend he's a normal backup QB because he would, should be starting on half the teams in the league. Um, but, I mean, I'm
0: just saying, for, the from pass catchers, it might even be an improvement. A, a quarter, at least a quarter of the I mean, you, the Texans would have him starting. Um, I mean, the Dolphins would love to have him right now Cleveland. He'd start for the Jets. The Jets,
1: <laughs> New England. I mean, yeah. there's whole
0: divisions that yeah. he should be starting. <laughs>
1: How about the NFC South? Other than Brady, he should be starting the whole freaking thing.
0: He might even possibly be an upgrade there. uh, Man. That's where we are. Uh, Dak Prescott, almost 350 and three touchdowns through the air. Uh, Nothing much on the ground for anyone in Dallas. And I believe Tony Pollard is out this week, maybe. Did I see that? Uh,
1: They already played.
0: Oh, that's right. And he was out last week. He was out. That's right, because uh, we're doing this Friday morning. Right, uh, But Zeke did find uh, the end zone, and then oh, C.D. Lamb, 10 for 120 and 2. No one else really did much except for Tony Pollard, 6 for 61. Uh, but what I'll tell you is that, obviously, watching every play of this game, the C.D. Lamb took off after the Eagles' starting slot corner. Avante Maddox went out for an injury. Maddox was having the game of his life, and it was only like halfway through the first quarter. He had a sack. He had another almost sack, the one where um, Dak Prescott was somehow able to step up and throw, uh, get rid of the ball when he should have been sacked. Uh, I think he had a tackle for loss. Avante Maddox was a beast and then went down with a foot injury, never came back, and they put in Josiah Scott. He's like their, I don't know, fourth or fifth corner, and they just kept running CeeDee Lamb in a slot, and he toasted them. So they didn't make the uh, the adjustments they needed to, and that's why Lamb was able to have the game that he did.
1: Is Maddox coming back?
0: Um, That I don't know. I'd have to look that up. It's a good question.
1: Yeah, Eagles, I mean, from a fantasy perspective, this was a pretty good game for a lot of people. Uh, from a football's perspective, it kept the NFC just a little bit tighter, not really much. I, I can't imagine, it, even with the stashes, because he's, a, again, probably the best backup in the league. I can't imagine them losing both of these next two games.
0: Uh, I mean, the Saints coming into town now, You'd hope it would be this week, just to get rid of it and not have to worry about it the following week. But yeah, I,
1: I think they'll probably take it. Uh, Cowboys again played last night. CeeDee Lamb had a decent game, not a great game. Dak looked horrible for most of the game, but came alive for just a little bit there with Schultz and Zeke had another another touchdown, but like thirty nine yards. He scored in like nine straight weeks. Uh, yeah, because
0: last week I think I I had mentioned it was eight, right? Yeah. I think uh, where it's we nine.
1: At? One, He's two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah, nine straight weeks. Hasn't gone over 100 yards once all season. And it's not through lack of carries because 15, 15, 16, 17, 15, 16, 16, 19. He averages about two or three yards a game but gets a touchdown every game. He's RB 16 right now. Yeah, that was his first game not in double digits since week five.
0: Man, you want to make a safe pick. In fantasy. Take Zeke as your RB2. he's
1: got he's got a, a low ceiling, but a a really, really high floor. <laughs> as a matter of fact, they're almost the same number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like nine yeah. to yeah. fifteen. Yeah. Love it. Man. Uh what I don't love are the Raiders or the Steelers really. 13 to 10. The Steelers uh beat Las Vegas. Derek Carr. Watch out. A buck seventy-four. Three interceptions. Poor fella. Man, I know. It's, but why? Why poor fella? Is he? It... No, I
1: don't mean God. he's a poor fella. He's super rich, fans. He's set for the rest of his life. I mean, more in the sense of this guy just can't, he can't buy a good game anymore. And now he's not only being benched, but he and the team decided sort of mutually that he was just going to remove himself from the premises for the last two weeks as to not cause a distraction, which essentially means see ya. How about Devonte Adams? Oh, two for fifteen. Yeah, you know he's on the horn, at Green Bay, saying, "Hey, I screwed up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, what can I do? Anything? Please. How can we make this work? I'm I'm so sorry. Take me back. I'll give you my firstborn, <laughs> <laughs> dude.
0: Oh man. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about all that stuff, but uh, Pittsburgh." You didn't really want anyone, uh, except for maybe the pass catchers. Pat Fryermuth was seven for 66. Deontay Johnson, only five catches for 64. He'd been lighting it up um, as far as catches go, PPR leagues. Uh, But then your boy Pickens, five for 57, but he did get a score.
1: He did. That's a nice catch, too. He's good, man. He's going to.
0: Oh, I'm excited.
1: They gave Deontay
0: Johnson a little bit of money, um, I think, to make him happy, but. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to ship him off in the offseason.
1: Just might. I hope they get a good two for Pickens then because I have him for cheap next year. Yeah, again, a very cold, windy, horrible game. Not a whole lot of action. Pretty boring. Uh, But Steelers still alive. I have no idea how. It could be Omar Epps' first ever losing season for like the last three weeks. What do they do? Win three weeks in a row? Uh, and then they got a they got flexed to Sunday night this week against the Ravens and a game that has just huge uh, playoff implications yep. for a lot of teams, not just those
0: two. For a lot of teams, that is. And another game with playoff implications were the Packers and the Dolphins this past week. Somehow the Packers go in and beat the Dolphins twenty six to twenty. Uh, I don't want to say somehow because the how was concussing. Tua, Tua smashed his end. head on the ground, yeah. Second or third time in the season, but no one was really worth owning. Um, even A.J. Dillon, who scored, he still only had 36 yards on the ground. Um, not a great fancy day there. Uh, and we mentioned two or 300 yards through the air, but he had three picks. So he's negating a lot of that positive stuff he was doing. Although, obviously, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, five for 143 and a score for Waddle, four for 103 for Hill.
1: There's it, it a game it, it was a game of just two different teams. One, once he went down the second quarter and hit his head, he wasn't the same. And some of the players now come out saying, you know, it seemed in the huddle, something just didn't seem right the whole rest of the game. There was no energy. There was no this. People seemed confused as to what the play call was going to be. They start off the Dolphins gang busters. Buster. They look like they're going to throw off seventy points. I I had the game on. It 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 looked like it's going to just be ugly, but man, once Tua got hurt, that was it.
0: We've had this question like floating around, um, this year about the, the best one two punches in the NFL, and I don't think it is a question anymore, right? It's nope. waddling absolutely.
1: It, I, mean- I, I was there. serious, XM had they were talking about that the other day, and I'm immediately that though this is the group that possibly there's a lot of other really, really strong candidates, but I just don't know how. Aren't they both like top six receivers right now, top seven receivers? Wide receiver two and wide receiver six. Yeah, that I mean, no seven two, and, and seven. not just the stats, but just just to watch them, watch the speed, their their route running, the catchability. If it wasn't they, if they weren't playing musical quarterback so much this year because of the concussions and injuries, they they could be two and three, three and four. I don't know, but it's it's sick,
0: and it's, and it's crazy. Waddle only has sixty seven grabs.
1: Yeah, it's he doesn't need a lot because sixty yards. Yeah, they just go for so many yards. He has so much yak, it's crazy.
0: Man, I love watching them play. It's
1: so exciting. never know <laughs> when they're going to score, dude. Any given play, you don't know if they're going to yep. score. It's, it is fun to watch, but here we are. Another team. Gangbusters to start the year. Look like they might win the division there a few weeks ago, right? When Buffalo was in third, it looked like they yeah. might literally win the division. Here they are now <laughs> fighting. To hold on to that number seven playoff spot, and I—I'll be honest, I don't know if they're going to get it. Uh,
0: in what was a very um, odd game, not to watch just the outcome, the L.A. Rams scored fifty-one points against the Denver Broncos. The Broncos have a good defense. The Rams have a terrible offense. Somehow dropped fifty-one, and it's not like they did it. It's not like they pulled a, a Colts and dropped. 33 in the first half of that vikings game or the vikings and drop like 38 or 39 whatever it was in the second half they scored in every quarter 17 14 3 17 i mean it was just did, did you watch this score.
1: game much because i know it was um, christmas
0: yeah i watched very little of this one okay i i saw all but about
1: the last five minutes we left christmas dinner and and it there was nothing much left to watch. Matter of fact, the only thing I really missed was the 85-yard defensive touchdown. The problem with this game in the beginning is the Broncos had two turnovers in the red zone in the first quarter. It was fourteen four, total. It, yeah, it was fourteen nothing. Their the Broncos defense didn't play bad. They gave up like 40 yards, but 14 but 14 points right off the bat, and from there it just snowballed into a total freaking nightmare. Uh. It looked as as much as any game in the NFL this year, like the best team in the league playing a Division three, freaking college team. It was
0: didn't even look fair. It looked silly. Uh, Jerry Judy was was good, six for one seventeen. Cortland Sutton, um, not injured anymore, so that's good. I guess five for sixty four and Dulcich scored, which in you know tight end world that's all you need. Baker was they scored fifty one points. Baker Mayfield only had two thirty and two. Cam yeah. Akers, 118 and three. Did he look as good as his stat line says? He did. He was getting chunks. He had
1: a. The reason he had the 23 for 118 is he got stuffed a couple times behind the line of scrimmage, which made it look worse. But it was more like about 17 for 118 if you took out those plays where he had zero chance. Yeah. So what, what I'm saying is when he got that ball going, he was going. It, it was just chunk after chunk after chunk. His – Two of his three touchdowns, he went in pretty much untouched. He looked, he looked like everything a lot of people thought he was going to be, and just never panned out.
0: Well, that's weird because the the Rams' O line is just Atricious. riddled with injuries. Yeah, they,
1: I saw that they, I think they set a record, NFL record for the most, most players to start on their offensive line in a season. And they still yeah. got two games left.
0: Yeah, and then Tyler Higby, who I benched for or i guess kept on my bench for gerald everett nine for 94 and two touchdowns thanks for that
1: but again no way
0: to see that coming
1: no he's been the doghouse for me since the week i played him he scored zero i i it's a it's a very weird offense i know they've had a million interchangeable parts it's hard to have any continuity but it would be interesting to see what they look like next year all right weird
0: Last two games, Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Arizona Cardinals 19 to 6. And that one went into overtime. So, a little extra. I'm sorry. Yeah, 19 to 16. My fault. Okay. Uh, Be be tough to go into overtime if the final score is 19 (laughs) to 6. Tom Brady, again, not real great. Two picks in this one, only one passing touchdown. Uh, Leonard Fournette led the way on the ground. For some reason, he gets 20 carries, and Rashad White only gets seven. I don't know what we're doing here. He was also the leading receiver. Nine for ninety. Yep. Um I, I don't uh, whatever. I got I got nothing on this. So I don't know how Mike Evans goes. Three for twenty nine. Thanks Makes for no reminding me. Yeah, yeah. Trace Pixorly, like the quarterback who I believe is going to be starting again this week for the Cardinals as uh Colt McCoy yes. is off.
1: They officially lead. ruled him out.
0: Okay. Yep. Uh, he's getting concussion symptoms again, I guess, or something happened yep. there. Uh, James Conner scored again. He's got this Ezekiel Elliott syndrome, where except, he scores them. except twice the points <laughs> every <laughs> That's week. True. Yeah, because he also gets seven for forty-one through the air. But help me understand, poor DeAndre Hopkins, one for four. Ugh. man, was, uh... some
1: of these performances just really killed Actually, you. In the it place. was it's so much worse than just that. Then I see he had like ten, yeah. One recession for four yards on 10 freaking targets. How is how that possible? possible? One for 10. Know. But the thing I read, because I didn't see any of this game really, it was like completely uncatchable balls. Like not even close to catchable. They uh, they were only even considered targets because he was within five yards of them.
0: Um, <laughs> And now there's a
1: talk he might not play this week. He apparently came down with an injury today.
0: What, yeah, he came down with, a, I don't feel like, catching passes from Trace McSorley. Exactly. Tell me uh, real quick before we move on, because this game's not really much to talk about. Greg Dortch, every time he's called upon, he 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 went 10 for 98 this game. Every yeah. single time he's been called upon this year, which has been quite a few times, he's performed. Yeah, Are he, they going to give him a chance? They got Hollywood Brown. They got DeAndre Hopkins. He deserves a shot somewhere for there's someone. There's too
1: many games where he doesn't play or only has one target. I guess the game's with one it's target. Not he it's not like it. But he's missed like four games. That doesn't help. I don't know. This whole offense is a nightmare. Like when Hopkins came back, he was gangbusters. Now he's doing nothing. Not just this game. He's doing nothing anyway. Hollywood is Hollywood. He's doing about the same deal with the Ravens. Nothing. More drops than touchdowns. Uh, losing Kyler, I wouldn't have thought it'd be as big of a deal as it is, but it obviously is. I don't know, man. What? It's I'm the second half of the year. A- there's no way Cliff has a job. He, he might be, if we're not counting Hackett, he might be the first one fired here at the end of the season.
0: It doesn't matter who's at quarterback because it's, this is what Cliff Kingsbury does in the second half of seasons. Yeah. This is what happens. It the doesn't matter. The college offense
1: that does not <laughs> at all adapt as defenses adapt to them through the year. And you can't win like that in the NFL when you have defense coordinators and their staff spending 80 hours a week watching film it just doesn't right. work. So he's going to be back to coaching college. Maybe. I think you will, and I think you'll get yeah. some like seven, eight million dollars a year. Somebody's going to beg him just for your sure. notoriety.
0: Um, and then the last game of the week, the Chargers beat the Colts. These Colts, uh, they're done. It's over with. Indy just don't even show up for your last few games. Uh, it's not worth it. Uh, but then one twenty-three, somehow Justin Herbert only goes two thirty-five and zero. He looked awful. Uh, yeah, but everyone else had a good game. Austin Eckler, yeah. two touchdowns on the ground. Keenan Allen, 11 for 104. And even Mike Williams, with four for 76. But, uh, yeah, not what you needed from your QB if you had Herbert. Uh, but at least you didn't have Nick Foles. 143 and one two. <laughs> the interceptions Zach Moss leading the way in the backfield. Uh, this was just gross, gross, gross.
1: Foles looked like a deer in the headlights. He looked like a guy who had never played an NFL game before. At one point, I don't know if you watched any of this, he real he feels the pocket, he feels it closing on. So he starts running towards the line of scrimmage. So he sees one of the Chargers defenders coming up to him, and he just stopped. He literally stopped about a yard from the line of scrimmage, and he just stood there. He ran full speed, which I actually almost texted you during this, but it was a, it was later I thought you might be in bed. He looks like he runs somewhere around a seven three forty. Seven four
0: full speed.
1: Yeah, exactly. A seven, three forty. And he just stops and just stands there and just gets crushed. It was so weird looking that he's like, Oh my god, there's football going on. What am I doing? let me just stand here Listen, so I can get murdered. So what seven sacks? I mean, it was an embarrassment. The,
0: the Listen, fact- if it calls you the quarterback. You you run nine routes all day, and you just have him chuck it deep. That's what Doug Peterson did.
1: Wow, what a mess! He and and of course the announcers are saying saying the same thing. We're all thinking, like, why is he still in the game? You why, know what you, know what you have. It's Nick Foles. This he's not a rookie. Uh, we're not trying to figure out who Nick Foles is. There's a reason he's been on like
0: six different teams.
1: Why no. is he still in the game?
0: Well, they've already said no. We're not playing Matt Ryan. We're well, not playing same over
1: So they should have well, put in saying, Ellinger. I don't know why you that's somebody, at least saying, let's see what he has.
0: They just quit saying you're not gonna play someone. Yeah, so, you know, he just, so weird. I, I think now
1: I think we're at a point. I don't care how much those, I don't know how you can hire Saturday back because this is just turned yeah. into a laughing stock now.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right, let's get into the next week. You you ready?
1: I'm I I choose this week. I cannot name players. What? I'm not naming any players. It's too close name. to the end. I can't do it.
0: Just name, like reaches, like people that you're not gonna play because they're not big names. That's okay, what try, I try to do. I any- try
1: to call some reaches, but I had my team, and then I some of them were on my team, and I'm like, I can't, I can't. It's too close. I can't let, I can't let the cat out of the bag.
0: Well, I'm gonna roll with Jared Goff because he's going against the Bears to so give up the roll second with him most every points. Week. Oh, dude, I any, hey. <laughs> um, and I'm usually right. I'm usually right. You get like 30 points a
1: week. God, he's dreamy anymore. What in the world <laughs> happened there?
0: He's at home. He's mm-hmm. at home against a bad defense, and the Lions need to win. So it's a perfect recipe here.
1: I, I saw some stat yesterday that the Bears, something about like the pass yards they're giving up is like historically bad. Like over the last like six weeks or something, right? So I'm, I'm picking. A, I, I'm picking a quarterback
0: you know who I want to pick? We've done this 16 other times. I know, but I
1: didn't do it because it's too close to the end. I'm going with the stash against a Colts defense that is trash. They need this win. If they do win,
0: what's that? Saints defense. I I meant Saints.
1: Sorry. I don't know why. I looked over here and got screwed. But uh, still, against New Orleans, it's it's awful, too. A 6-9 team. Um, If they win, it's going to buy Jalen Hurts another week off and then the number one seat another week off to be fully ready for the playoffs and if that happens i worry about rust i don't know that they i just don't know that anybody's going to really have there's no way they won't be heavily favored in every game if that's the case playing at right. home and him fully healthy and the thing right. i love most about it is a few of the fellas in the once and done have him left it hurts and if he ends up If they win this week, he probably won't play next week or he'll play one quarter, which would be even better because they might play him and then they don't get to use him. And I used him in week one of the fantasy playoffs and I'm sitting pretty.
0: All right. Selfish as always. Yes. Uh, Running backs for me. I mentioned a guy earlier and I'll I'll roll with him. This is a deeper one, but how about Tyler Azier? He's got a couple good games under his belt. He's going against the Cardinals. It's a home game. So it's, you know, he's playing indoors. And they got Desmond Ritter at the helm. Let's just keep feeding Tyler Augie the ball.
1: I'm going Brian Robinson because the Cleveland Browns rush defense is all of a sudden completely horrible. And not only that, I'm guaranteeing two receptions. Two receptions to Brian Robinson.
0: Ballsy. I like it.
1: Thank you. Isn't that sad? Yes.
0: (laughs) That I'm guaranteeing
1: two, and that's just,
0: whoa. It would have been crazy if you'd have just said two targets.
1: I we've looked at film with him. I don't remember him in Alabama being a huge pass catcher, but I also don't remember him having stone hands.
0: Uh, agreed. Agreed. All right.
1: I, I don't. I don't understand what their aversion to throwing him the ball, ever. Like not even ever a target.
0: NFL coaches are silly. Um, wide receivers. Give me Darius Slayton. The Colts give up more points to anyone uh, to any receivers than anyone else over the last four weeks, and uh, it's a home game for Slayton. So let's go. Let's air it out to my guy. He's always good for a big play. Very good,
1: very good. Uh, Here's a guy that I love, and if he can have a huge game, and this this isn't a reach, but if my boy Amon Ra can throw up the numbers indoors this week, he has a chance of making the top five. I believe he's number eight right now. He would have a, and, and the numbers are in a way that if he could throw up one of those like 27 point games, he might make that top five list after all.
0: Uh, In half point PPR, he is nine. Okay. I think in. – Nine.
1: Okay. Oh, wait, I thought, league, nope, I, thought nope, I saw it. No, no,
0: I lied. I lied. It is eight. I was looking at receiving yard totals uh, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Yep. Eight. Excellent. Yeah, and and he's behind. He's right behind Waddle. So depending on the quarterback situation, he could he could jump past Waddle this week.
1: Yeah, so uh, he's got them, and then he's at Green Bay in Week 18, which I'm really hoping is a game that matters.
0: All right, let's look at tight ends. Um, how about Noah Fant? He scored last week for Seattle. Uh, most likely, no locket again. And if they put sauce on. Um, DK Metcalf, Geno Smith is going to have no one to throw to. So uh, let's go Noah Fant. Jets defense given up the fourth most points to tight ends over the last four weeks.
1: Mm, a tight end, eh, you say? I I say. I'm going to go with – I don't even know. Tight ends okay, are just so –
0: wonderful. This makes for good radio.
1: Yeah, there's – I'm going to go with Gasecki. He's going to actually have a catch this week because I think Teddy B will check down to him a little bit. Not those big on those speedy receivers, and he might actually get three catches for 17 yards.
0: All right. Um, in both of my leagues that I am in a championship, I have the New York Giants defense going, so I'm just going to roll with it. And they're going against Colts, so um, hey. I'll take another three interceptions from Nick Foles or whoever they have back there. Let's do it. Very
1: good. I'm going to take Jacksonville against Houston. Jacksonville defense Mm -hmm. is playing better, putting a lot of pressure on. Uh, We'll see how they do. This game doesn't actually mean a lot. Actually, I think it means nothing, but I still think that they're going to
0: tear Houston up. All right. And kicker, Kevin, what do we do? We find out who the Vikings are playing. They're playing the green Bay Packers. I don't care if it's, Mason Bay, Crosby, Lambo, Mason
1: Crosby. Mason Crosby, Crosby it happening. is.
0: Woo! Every week, buddy. Pays off. Every week, baby. All
1: right, man. That's you got it. anything
0: else? No, I'm good.
1: Good luck to everybody if you're in a championship game. Uh,
0: Shoot us questions on Facebook if you got
1: them. Yeah. So most of you will be done. We'll have one more week of fantasy. Not huge. Uh, obviously, we'll go over all these games and we'll go over some championships. But for some of us, there are uh, – there is still a week 18 ahead for some things.
0: All right, sir. This has been great. Uh, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on Spotify and Facebook. And uh, we'll do it again next week. See you, people.